y'all, it's season three of the Be Your Own Kind podcast, and we thank you, humbly thank you, for tuning in. Be Your Own Kind's mantra is there is never an inopportune time to be yourself. In other words, be you without apologies. In this season, I will be presenting nuggets and interviewing individuals that are creating their lane and rocking it. Be sure to check out the featured businesses in the description box and follow us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, and pretty much every platform. Okay, now let's take flight. Well, hi, Eric. How are you today? I am doing, no, I ain't going to say I'm doing good. I'm tired. It's been a long week um, and yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm a little exhausted. I wouldn't say tired. I'm exhausted. Oh, wow. Wow. Just a lot, a lot on your plate. Yeah, um, being a teacher, <clears throat> we had our Black History um, presentation today. We did Living Wax Museum. <clears throat> so each kid was a different person. Most of them had a poster board, which helped because I teach preschool. So okay. a lot of them said their, you know, their presentation, they did good. Some of them, you know, get shy or act goofy, but it was a good presentation. So, you know, just preparing for that, making sure that went smoothly. And yeah, it's just been a long day. Then the weather here in Indianapolis, <clears throat> it's raining, supposed to sleet, snow. So I'm kind of like, please, please let it happen so I can get some rest. <laughs> no, they. <laughs> yeah. So we are all us teachers at the school is like, please let it be a snow day because, whoo, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're you're 45 minutes uh, from me, so we're gonna get that same type of weather. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, I work from home, so even if it's snow. Nothing stops me. Nobody want to hear that. We don't want to hear that. No, but that's not fair. Like, okay, if it snows, you get a day off. If it snows for me, I still have to work. It doesn't matter what the weather is. <laughs> yeah, but depending on your at-home job, you might be able to only have to work a little bit, or you could. It's a chill. You could be in your pajamas, whatever. Like, we gotta go get up. You know, we do. And if you got your own kids, then you're dealing with other people's kids. It's like. And you got to come home and deal with George, just depending. My son comes over uh, every other weekend, without a doubt, but he does comes over during the week, every blue often. But it's, you know, but for the moms, they dealing with the kids and they, even on, they, on our day off, it ain't no day off for them because they kids at home. So you got it, you got it good. So don't be talking trash. <laughs> I'm not talking trash. I was giving you my woes of working from home on the snow day. And you're like, I don't want to do it. You was trying to, you was trying to throw it all in our face. I work from home. No, I wasn't. I this it's cool. It's cool. I, I, was, I was actually saying that on a snow day, you get a day off and I still have to work. I don't get a day off. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but, she, but she teach preschool. What, what made you, um, what inspired you to teach? Uh, I know what, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I was working at a call center um, and I got fired because I started speaking and I would go speak more. I would miss, I was missing too much work. <clears throat> so a lady from my job, uh, I mean, from my church was like, you know, I'm a principal, I got a job opening. I'm like, okay, what is it? She was like working with um, special education. I'm like, okay, you know, I, I was, I'm born with a disability. So I'm like, oh, I kind of can understand these kids a little bit or something like that. Um, yeah, it definitely, <laughs> it wasn't what I thought it was. So I worked at another school. I was, I got good at it. I got good at being a teacher. I got good at working with autistic kids and different stuff like that. But um, the township I worked in, 
it like you don't get paid because I wasn't a um, I don't have a degree or anything. So I'm uh, what's it called? What is it called? A classified, a classified worker. So like when it's breaks, we don't get paid, <clears throat> and then they weren't paying us enough. Like they should have been paying us more. So one of my close friends is a director of the school. She was like, I got an opening. I need some teachers. I'm like, how much you pay? <laughs> you know, do you pay more than what I get paid there? And it was like, yeah. I was like, okay, bet. So this year, well, <clears throat> this school year, I started doing preschool. So now I was working with somebody else. Now I got my own classroom. So <clears throat> it was very challenging working with students, especially little ones. But I still love it in the same sense because I'm their startup. I'm the startup kid. You know, what they learn from me and move on is what they're gonna, you know, is gonna, you know, I'm helping them build for the future. So I gotta take it serious, but still have fun with them, even though they, you know, a little baby. Yeah, I mean, this is important, the fundamentals. Like, yes, like each year we, we get older, we build, build on that, but our foundation, like that's important and that's solid, you know, going forward. So um, kudos to you. Um, I know that takes a lot of patience and um, I just appreciate the educators and the healthcare, you know, um, providers because you guys are on the forefront every single day, no matter what happens. Even during the pandemic, you guys had to teach at home, you know, like virtually and things like that. So I know that that was like, you guys got it bad during the whole pandemic. So um, I, I just love you guys. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> yeah, thank and you. I, go ahead. No, I was just saying thank you. Cause <clears throat> for me, I hear it a lot more. Like when I worked with this, the in special education, I was like, they was like, oh, okay. But now that I'm more of a preschool teacher, I hear that appreciation more and it's like, it kind of, cause I, uh, my love language is words of affirmation. So when I hear that, <clears throat> you know, that help that that builds me up. Cause it's like, okay, I'm doing a good job. Cause like you said, this, whoo, this ain't easy. And you definitely gotta have patience. You def- <laughs> you ain't got patience working in school is not for you. <laughs> I can imagine, which is why I'm not in school. <laughs> I have an appreciation. <laughs> but yeah, and, and I found it inspiring because I did, um, view one of your episodes on your podcast and you were explaining how there was there was a time that you weren't even granted the opportunity of employment because of your disability you know so the fact that you you rose above that and you found a career and something that you like that is that's amazing and that kind of segues into you calling yourself the underdog right um i love that i just love that because i always have like what am I trying to say? I've always had admiration for the, I don't call it the underdog, but I call it like the um, the underestimated, you know, because cause when you're not quote unquote, whatever, you know, you're you're underestimated. And I've, I always felt like I was a part of that too, um, in this inner sense of not belonging. And I know that we all have different def- definitions of what we feel underestimated, right? So you use the word um, underdog and you broke barriers. You have businesses. I mean, your story is just so inspirational. So I just want you to take the time to just share your story with the audience. Um, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I won't, because, uh, like, it's so crazy. Because when I first started speaking, the um, like, you know, how I was born and all that. But then as life went on, like, 
I got so much as an adult, like life didn't beat me. Like the pandemic, I got So I'm gonna let me get into the story before I get to talk too much. So I was born with a rare disease called club hands, which made my arms short. So um, everybody has two bones. It was uh, somewhat a U and then the radius. The radius is the main bone. That's the bone I don't have. And it wasn't hereditary, genetic, nothing. Nobody else in my family ever had it. It was God picked me, you know, to be that way. So when I was born, you know, my mom loved me like any mom would, but my dad didn't really rock with me. Like he like, it's your fault to my mom. Like, why does our son look like this? Cause um, I ain't trying to tell my age, but I was born in the eighties. And uh, you know, ultrasounds ain't the same. Back when I was born, it was, oh, it's a girl. Oh, it's a boy. So when I came out, the doctor's like, hold on, we ain't never seen this before. Uh, it's, so it took them 24 hours to go and research and figure out to tell my parents what the pros and cons of what my situation was. And I ended up, or there was, it's called Shriners Hospital. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's for kids with physical, mental, I don't know, mental, but a lot of physical disabilities. They so happened to be in a hospital that week. And they uh, help people. Like if I didn't go, if I didn't have Shriners in my life, I wouldn't have had any of the surgeries I've ever had. I had over 16 surgeries from the time I was six months old all the way until I was 17 years old. Um, so we, me and my, I live with my mom. So my mom, you know, she always, she gave me that confidence and all that stuff. My dad, he used to like put jackets on me and stuff like that. So my dad passed away when I was four. He had cancer and he could have got one of his whatever leg it was got got it cut off or something however but he didn't choose to so he ended up passing away so i was left with a lot of void questions like i don't know this dude but i'm a junior so i got it's got to mean something you know so i had a lot of dad issues growing up also along with my disability um so my mom and my dad were never together so she married my sister's um, dad, which is my dad. Um, and so we move into a house, we, you know, school starts. I love basketball, like, but I'm, I'm the person, I'm the parent, I'm the person, I'm loud. So I'm always watching and everything, but I'm like, man, I'm tired of watching other people. I, let me go try this out. So I'm in kindergarten when I first started playing basketball and basketball is what got me to being the confident, to being the person that I am today and throughout life, because on that basketball court, I'm gonna bust your ass. Like, I don't care who you are. I don't care what's going on. That's what I'm gonna do. Because from kindergarten and throughout, I would say to about like high school, that's what I did every single day. So I was getting bullied in school. You know, kids got jokes and all that. Um, when I was, I think, I know I was 10 once and I was younger than 10, I think seven or eight. I tried to um, suffocate myself and kill myself because I was like, you know, life was hard. Um, I was treated different. Kids were mean. I'm like, I'm over this. So um, obviously it didn't happen. Um, and I never even told my mom or or anybody until I got an adult. And because it was like something, like as I'm doing it and I'm sitting there at a certain point, something just kept telling me, get up. And then I, you know, I ended up doing that. So throughout, I started getting on the team basketball like fourth fifth grade but I hated school I hated school like the learning whatever I hated it so 
I really couldn't play or even try out for the team in middle school because my grades were so horrible. And you know, you what you only got to get a 2.5. I couldn't get a 2.5 to even play. So um, in high school is the last time I tried out for the team. I was in ninth grade. I didn't make the team, but I got to play. I was like the manager and I got to play. So in high school, I didn't know what I was going to do in life. I, I graduated with a 1.7. And my mom was like, you can go to school or you can stay at home with me. And I'm like, um, yeah, I'm tired of these rules. I don't know what you got going on, lady, but I'm not about to stay here. And luckily, even with a 1.7, I got into a college. I go to college, I drop out twice. Like I said, school wasn't for me. Um, especially when I went to school with my bros, party, everything just wrong. So now I got to get a job. And like you were saying, it, I, I could be qualified. I could be the best person to afford a job because my arms are short. I couldn't get a job. The only way throughout life I've ever got a job is because someone knew me. Not because I, I think maybe, you know, temp jobs, they don't really care. But I'm talking about a job, but been a good job, the good jobs I've had, someone has known me. And so I couldn't even get social security. I was born with a disability. Hey, that's what it's called, disability check. Uh, I can't get that. They, be, they said because I, I worked, I have a work history of more than what you're supposed to work with a disability. What? Can you tell me what I can work? So, right. yeah, so um, like I couldn't get help. I'm, I'm working. I'm going through the struggles of life. Like I'm living with my buddy on his couch and my mom was like, come home. I'm like, man, I'm not trying to come home. Nah. I go home. And I started working and everything, and I ended up moving from Michigan. I'm from Michigan City, Indiana, and I moved here to Indianapolis. That's when life changed. My cousin, um, I lived with them. They were helping me out in life, um, got a job. So, you know, I'm kind of rolling. <clears throat> then I meet my son's mom, and she has a daughter, which is my daughter now. Start dating, everything kind of working. I got a good job. And then um, my son gets born. And so I was born different. My son was too. He's albino. So it's and me and his mom get together. You know, we're together. Get back together. We get married. We get a divorce. And then the pandemic happened. Um, in that process, I um, I get a place, but because I don't get paid in the summer, I got a part-time job, but I don't ask anybody for help. Now I'm basically homeless. You could say that. I'm living with friends on couches and all that. I ended up finding a place. Now, during the pandemic, during all that, I started, restarted my podcast, and then I started a clothing line. It's, it's called Christian Dewan. It's for my son. Um, but I created that all through, you know, the pandemic. And I shortened my story. I didn't want to go all super deep because I could go for a long time. This month, CBS 3 Designs will be highlighting famous TV shows. Make sure that you check us out on Etsy. Type in CBS 3 Designs and get to shopping. Hey, hey, y'all. It's your girl, Miss Michi, checking in. Reminding you to shop my exclusive collection, Lavish Looks by Miss Michi, where we've got shades and everything that you need to look fly. Oh, and we also offer accessories. So, ladies, put a little bit of razzle-dazzle in your collection today. Be sure to shop with me and follow on social media at Lavish Looks by Miss Michi. Grab your products today at MissMichi.com slash shop. But what I want people to get from my story is to bet on yourself. 
Mm-hmm. Like, and I break it down is believe, effort, and trust. You got to believe in your own abilities before anybody will ever believe in you. If I went to the court and they looked at me and said, oh, the kid with the short arms, oh, we're going to let him play a little bit. No, I'm coming on the court. I got next. It's me and my boys. You know what I'm saying? It ain't yeah. It ain't where it's like, oh, we, we feel... No, I believed in myself and I put in the work every single day. The effort. You got to put in heart effort, not just regular effort, not just, oh, I'm going to go to school and write my name and uh, barely do my work. That's what I did. But when it came to life, I had to give heart effort. I'm a buck 45 now, but I wasn't even, I was a buck 20. I'm five, I'm going to say five, seven on a good day, but I'm really five, six. And I'm, I so I'm short, I'm little, but on that basketball court, I got heart. I don't care who you are, how big, how strong, you're not gonna just do anything you think you're gonna do to me. Like, I have that heart, just like you got the strength, I got the heart, and that heart strength or heart effort is the same as your physical strength. Then you gotta trust the process. Like, I had 16 surgeries, and my arm was broke several times, they move in skin cartilage, different stuff. If I didn't trust the doctors, if I didn't trust the surgeons, if I didn't trust the process, or I'm like, no, nah, mom, I don't want to get that. My arms, I wouldn't be able to do the things I am today. Like, so you have to trust that process. Trust the progress of the process. Because it's going to be ugly. It's going to be where it's going to rain for two years. And you ain't got an umbrella. You ain't got a car. You got to walk to wherever you got to go. But then all of a sudden, everything changed for you. You have to trust that. And if you don't trust it, it's going to mess you up in the long haul. But bet on yourself. That's what I did that's why I'm the underdog with heroic heart. I bet on me. Like, I don't bet on nobody else. Like, I'm not, I don't gamble. I've gambled here and there, but I bet on myself. If I make a bet with you, I know I can win the bet because I already know what the outcome is. So I'm betting on me. If you don't bet on yourself, nobody else, nobody else is going to bet on you. Nobody else is going to want to help you. Nobody else is going to be around you, want to be around you. And it's, give you an example, and I'll let you speak. It's just like if your car breaks down, right? You're sitting on the side of the road, you're just standing there. Car's going, fume, fume, fume. But if you get out, you lift your hood, and you're acting like you're doing something, or you're changing your tire, oh, let me see if I can help this person. Because you bet on yourself. You might not know what you're doing, but you attempt to try. And then somebody else comes along and be like, oh, you don't got no tools? I got you. You know what I'm saying? So bet on yourself with whatever you're doing. That's perfect. That is perfect. What you said, you actually answered like half my questions, but that's perfect, you know, um, because people only pivot off how you feel about yourself anyway. You know, um, people, there are people out there that can read a person that's super confident and not to know how they're going to, you know, maneuver around that person. And so you're right. If you, if you have low confidence and you don't believe in yourself, it's very impossible to um, kind of demand that from someone else. Like you have to believe in you more than anything. And that attracts, you know, help, you know, that attract opportunity. So I just love that you said that, like, I love it. And it's almost like you do, you, me, I always say I do it scared. Like a lot of people are like, well, you do this. I'm fear, fearful all the time, but I know that I, in the past I did something I was scared about and it worked out so it just keep i just keep going along with it you know until and, and until i get great at it but i love the way you said that um yeah you kind of threw off all my questions with that because <laughs> that's your inner power right you betting on yourself because you've experienced 
people not betting on you. So you're like, man, screw this. If I'm gonna make anything happen, I gotta make it happen. I can't wait on somebody else to make it happen for me. Um, and the irony of you not really liking school and you being a teacher, I find that we kind of went full circle there. Like when you said that, I'm like, a lot of educators' stories start off like that. Though. That's that's so ironic to me. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is my little sister went to college, became a teacher, and she don't teach. And I'm the one that teaches. And it's so funny to me. That is, that is. Most educators are like, ah, oh, it is cool. Every day of your life. <laughs> so your alias is the underdog with the heroic, heroic heart. Um, how did you, I know? Even though you just told your story, but what was that moment where you decided to be the rescuer? Um. So I was thirty. Like, but this is the thing. Now that I'm older and I look back, I've always been like a helper. Mm -hmm. I always had a, like, so I, I have a clothing line and I just made a hoodie. Um, it's called Lovable Asshole. And that's me. Like, you might come across, I'm, I'm going to say what some what you're thinking, but you don't really say it. I'm going to say it. But I've always been that kind-hearted person. I always kind of, like, been helpful to kids, even younger. Even being a kid, helping other kids out and stuff like that. But it was when I was 30. Um, Eric Thomas, Dr. Eric Thomas, uh, speaker, he has a video on Facebook, and the video he he loud, he talking to me, talking to me. I'm like, man, why is this dude like talking to me like this? Like, dang, he's smacking me in the face. So I joined his community. He so happens to come here in Indianapolis, and I I froze up when I met him. But his the brains of his whole business and empire. I talked to him. He told me, you know, do this, this, and this. So I started speaking. And I got my first opportunity to speak. This was August when that happened. November, I got an opportunity to speak. I would just start emailing people like, hey, can I come speak, blah, blah, blah. A lady in the community did. And when people afterward, I was nervous. Like, I know I kind of messed up, whatever, but people was like, you inspired me. That motivated me. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, okay. So I started going to schools. I started um, going to the detention center. And when I started going and people, would be like you're inspiring me or kids they see me out in the streets be like hey man you remember me i was at the detention center and blah 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 and i'm like wow so from that point it was like okay i like to talk i'll talk all day let me figure out how i can talk and inspire people but you know also monetize it too so it was me it was my 30th birthday i went on a trip um had a little too much fun missed my flight and i seen one of my closest friends um business like he was like all right bro the weekend over with i gotta get back to work he had the clothing line at the time and he you know showed me all the business i was like if he can do it i can do it and that kind of started me on the entrepreneurial speaking um being able to be an author having a mentor program coaching like never would have thought all this would have happened and it all happened in a small time frame and i just have been rolling with it ever since that's dope that's super dope. Once again, you took a chance. You jumped into something that you had no idea about and you just maximized on it. And sometimes the best thing to do is to just do it. No thought, you're outthinking, you're, you're talk yourself out of it. And when the door is open, just running that thing and just allow, <laughs> just allow God to just do his magic. That's what he does. He 
perform miracles. He opened up doors and say, hey, just trust me, get in there, you know? And he just like, just line up all your steps going forward. So I, that's, that's dope, that's super dope. And what's also even more dope is not only do you use your, you know, your inner power to believe in yourself, you actually like spread that to your son because the, the business you have is with your son. I believe you said that, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's called Christian Dewan, uh-huh. and that's his name, Christian Dewan Jones. Okay. And the reason I did it is because when my biological father passed away, he didn't leave me nothing. He left me with questions, like this, that, and that. I'm still learning about him from my brother. I have a brother by him, so I learned certain stuff. I'm like, I don't want my son to not be able to have nothing once I leave. Right. And I was like, he's in the fashion. Let's do this. I do all the work. He don't do nothing but tell people he got a business. So if you want to say we in business together, you can, but I do everything. Actually, I got a black educator, one of our shirts, um, cause I'm an educator. So I, you know, I create different stuff, but yeah, I did it for him because I want him to understand ownership. Like he's, he'll be eight in April. If he don't want to go to college, you ain't got to bro. Like we're in the times where college ain't necessary. But if you if you want to go, you'll be able to have enough money to pay for your own if you want to go, you know. Right. So I just wanted to leave him with something, not leave him like I'm going to be gone, but create something that he can have of his own because his name is LLC. He can do whatever he wants with it. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of us in our community, they don't think about that. And I think I might be the first person in my family with my own business or he might be. And he's he was seven when it started six maybe so you know setting a different um a different trend in my family so definitely that's really all it was it was just trying to be something different even though business ain't booming booming it's good to say i have a business and it, and it kind of sucks when you gotta do business taxes and you forget to write stuff down throughout the year and you gotta get all your stuff together and you're like oh okay this is not as easy I have one word for you, my friend, QuickBooks. <laughs> I don't know, see, I'm gonna have to tell you off uh, off line why I don't like QuickBooks. Okay. It's changed and I, yeah, I don't like them right now. They, 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 <laughs> okay. they doing something funny with the money and yeah, I'm, I'm ready to fight uh, QuickBooks. Oh, okay, well, never mind. <laughs> but that has been my lifesaver because um, yeah, it is hard to keep up with you know all of that would be this this is coming with a lot of stuff so at least he's starting early he knows the do's or don't and you're creating a legacy and generational wealth because i feel like when i was younger like and i don't know if this is this is happening to you too i feel like we're around the same age it's like college 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 that was just stuff down my like it was no other option you know now years later yeah okay i went um, however, I have all this too long debt, and I see people that never even stepped foot in the college, just land their dream job, millionaires, online stores, regular stuff, and I'm just like, I didn't even know it was an option to work for myself. I didn't even, I, I went to school to get in debt to work for someone else and help put money in somebody else's pocket. What, what a revelation. <laughs> yeah, so... That definitely, you know, school was talked about. But I, like, for me, I always had, I'm not working for nobody else. Like, I didn't know what I was going to do, even as a kid. I didn't like 
someone telling me what I had to do and all that. It just didn't sit right with me. So I kind of knew at some point, I just didn't know what it was. But yeah, like it's college, 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 college. Like, so like I said, um, my son's sister is like my daughter, she's a junior. And I'm like, hey, what do you want to go to school for? She tells me, I'm like, when you go to college, if you're going to go, like, I don't want to tell her not to because her mom, you know, she's for it. I'm like, when you go, don't go to just learn how to do a regular job. Go and learn how to be the boss of that company. Learn how to operate in it. Don't just go to school to go to school. Go to school to learn something where you can be the boss when you leave, not where you can be the employee. Because sometimes we don't take advantage of the networking of the opportunity when we're in college and you be seeing a lot of college people and you be like, dang, I should have been cool with bro. Like you understand now as an adult, but when you're young, you're like, I ain't messing with bro, they corny or da da and the corny the corny the corny people is getting that bread. You know what I'm saying? So right. and I like people uh little female, oh you corny. Hey call me corny all you want to. You you gonna be you gonna be mad you missed out on this corny. So but anyways, but yeah, I definitely understand what you're saying with the uh, college, 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 college. Like, and you really, you didn't see entrepreneurs, you seen hustlers, business. You seen people that was fake running business. They ain't had a license, they ain't had nothing right. And it's like, now you know having a business, if you don't got that LLC, if you don't got that paperwork, that paper won't work. If you ain't got that paperwork, your paper ain't gonna work. You might, you know, have a little season where you booming, but don't let that uh that man called IRS catch you doing anything of that. You would regret it. Trust and believe. Yeah, you will regret it. So it's it's definitely good to be in different times where we don't have to tell our kids to go to college. Or um the highest paid YouTuber, guess how old they are? Eight. Did you say eight? Eight. What are you doing? Playing with toys or slime or something? No, he's reviewing toys. His parents buy him toys and he reviews them and everybody watches them. And it's a little girl, I forgot what she does, but it's like two kids that making at least 25 million. Wow. So to play with toys. So if I tell my son, cause my son's into that, he just don't, I think it's cause I don't know how to dominate YouTube yet. So it's hard for, you know, I'm still, I'm showing him what I learned but I think once, not saying he could dominate before me, but once I figure out how I can have someone show him what he really needs to do, I, I believe because of his personality and he gonna get a lot of female viewers cause he a little cute kid and they be, oh, he got the red hair and all that. But I tell him, just be you bro. Don't do nothing. Like that's one thing uh, that I want the listeners to be you. Don't be nobody else. This is how I, I went to work like this. I had a little jean uh, shirt over this, but I had the, this shirt, this hat, and I had some cool kicks on. You know why? Because the kids see me, oh, Mr. Eric, oh, I like your shoes. Oh, I like your jacket. All right, that's cool, y'all. Y'all y'all understand, y'all like me. Now let me educate you. Now when you get out of line, I, sometimes now I can just look at them. You, did you really ask me that? One girl asked me, did, did you really ask me that? So it's like, when you're yourself, people ain't gonna like you right away, but then when they see the value you add, it's nothing they can do. It's nothing they can do to take away from who you are. You could have face tats, you could be whatever, you could be in the, the um, 
a different community. It starts with an L. I don't know all the letters that go with it. I ain't gonna mess it up because I know how that go. But you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Look any kind of way and be yourself. That's what people want is the real person. The real, be what that say? Be your own kind, be your yep. own kind. Yep. And then you will be able to do whatever it is that you want to do. I didn't mean to go off go off the rabbit trail, but that kind of kind of led me. And then I kept looking at the sign behind you and it kind of fit to what I was going off. Yes. Boom, I can rock it with that. But that's exactly why I started this platform. You know, I, I said it kind of earlier, like I always kind of, I kind of battle with me. You know, cause I, I, it's just like, I just felt like an outsider, like for real. And I'm just like, well, something must be wrong with me cause everybody else like this or everybody else does this and I don't really care for this. So maybe it's something wrong with me. Let me just keep editing myself and editing myself. Then I realized there's so much pressure to edit myself cause I gotta be this way with one person, be this way with the next person. Now I'm not remembering my personas because I'm like, oh wait, Wait, if like you didn't tell me that, I didn't know you did that. Oh crap. You know, so it just was too much, too much energy. And it was just so less energy and so easy to just be me. Look, if you don't like what I said and how I am, just scram. You know, like you don't have to be around it, but I have to I have to be me to survive. I have to be me to be mentally healthy because it messed me up mentally with that. You know, it, it made me always feel defected. And who wants to walk around feeling like they don't belong? You know what I'm saying? Who wants to who wants that feeling and so i started this platform based off that because i felt like there were other people that felt that way especially when in the world of social media when everybody is posting fantasies and everybody trying to live up to other people's fantasies that's a lot of pressure that's a lot of pressure when you could just be be who you are love what you have love who you with and and just live your life and stay in your life Exactly. But one thing I want to uh, say to what you said, you got to be you not to just survive, but to thrive. Because you can't be somebody else if you really want to thrive. Because when you get around people who are real, who are themselves, they're going, that ain't you. Right. You, know, you, you can fake the funk for so long, but it ain't really fake it till you make it. It's really work till you make it. And you got to work on your, you got to work on your, not edit yourself, but work on being a better version of yourself. Because exactly. as, as you get older, as you go through life, like you understand, I don't want to do that no more. Like my buddy I work with, he's like, yeah, my birthday, uh, we going out. I'm like, cool. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm like, all right, I might, but I probably won't. I don't go out. That don't excite me no more. Like, it stopped exciting me paying somebody to go in somewhere, buy stuff there, and the only thing I'm trying to get is a woman out of there. I can go to the grocery store and be in, 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 in my, um, in my dad clothes and, and you know, spark a conversation and talk to a woman and, you know, and she might be better off than uh, Shaquilla I met in the club. So, you know, it's, I don't know. You just, as, as you get older, you understand life and how you have to um, be you. Like, be, you gotta be you. I was born one out of one million people. I'm, I'm unique. I'm, I'm, I, I wasn't born like anybody else. There's not a lot of people that know the everyday struggle that I go through, but I'm still myself. I'm a lovable asshole. You either gonna love me or you not gonna like me at all because you like, he gonna tell it how it is. That's just who I am. Right. And that's whoever you are, that's how you have to be if you wanna be great. You can be average and be fake, but if you wanna be great, be yourself. 
Because if you ain't yourself, like you said, it's too much work. It's too much. I, I, I'm gonna tell. So I was married and I was cheating, right? It was long. I ain't. That ain't the reason why everything. But I was cheating, and I had to be a different person because I'm doing all this extra. And it was too. It was too. It was too much damn work. Like I was a brother was stressing, like going through it. I'm going through counseling. I'm like, this is not. This is not it because I wasn't myself. Right. And so everybody, I don't, I mean, I still have to deal with my son's mom, but I don't, like everybody's gone because you'll learn as you go in life. Them same people you was cool with ain't gonna be cool with you as you continuously grow and be yourself. Now they gonna be cool with you if you fake in the funk. But if you your real self, you'll, you'll see. I don't know how old everybody that listens to it, but you'll see. You'll see, like be yourself and keep working on you and you'll understand your purpose and you'll understand, okay, I can't do this no more. I don't need to do this. I don't care if don't nobody like that I don't do this. I don't care that no nobody like that I go to bed at 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Oh, well, that's when I want to go to bed. Like, right. I don't want to kick on the phone with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. And it's nothing towards, it's nothing against that person, but my sleep is more important than you right now. My peace is more important. If I don't get no sleep, right I don't that right there for me. Yeah. My peace is my peace is everything to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I just made a shirt. I love my peace. Like I love my peace. I don't care how you feel. That's one thing you, you gotta you can't care how people feel when they feeling negative towards you. Or they or they stopping you from whatever you doing. Because, you know, you gotta care how your kids feel, care how your mom, your, your siblings and all that. But I you can't care how people feel about you because everybody's gonna have an opinion. You can have a dollar in your pocket, you could be a billionaire and still gonna have something to say. So be you. Everybody think Kanye crazy. His bank account say different. Like it's some of you, we struggle, you people struggling, but you worried about him. His bank account good. If he wanted to stop doing everything he was doing and nobody ever heard of him, he could. He'll be good. He'll be good. That's why I love him so much. I know a lot of people are against people loving him, but I'm like, at the end of the day, I know, I know he gonna be Kanye. <laughs> And you have to be your, you have to be right. yourself. You have to be yourself. And I'm telling you, like I had to re, I had to rebrand. I had, I had three versions of my podcast. Um, the first time I wasn't myself. I was trying to motivate and I'm doing all that. I cuss, I talk trash. I'm a little ghetto. I have crazy stories. So I'm like, let me be me. And then it started booming. And then the only reason I had to rebrand is because my co-host ended up passing away from a uh, car accident. So I had to do, you know, do something different. But you have to understand, you have to, you don't have to change, but you do have to rebrand yourself. Because as you grow, you're going to be as a different person. Well, you evolve. We're, here's yeah. the thing. Change is inevitable whether you want it or not. So either you're going to be in charge of that evolution or you're just going to let life take over. It's inevitable. We're not going to be the same person we were yesterday. You know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, we're not. Are, That's just not how it works. What you, you say? Are, in that situation. If you're the same person you was 10 years ago, uh, get a mirror and go look in it for about a minute. And that should help you. Because you shouldn't be the same person you was. You shouldn't even be the same person you was last year. That's the my thing. The same person you was last month. Right. You ain't even supposed to be the same person you was yesterday. People don't understand that though. 
But here's yeah. the thing, you you would change physically, but if your mindset stays in that same area. Yeah. 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 But but life keeps going on. Life one thing about life, it keeps going on. When we dead and gone, it will still keep going on because so you might as well just roll with it and change and evolve with time. Like that's just how I, I look at yeah, it. Yeah, you can't be in 2022 with a flip phone. Like you gotta, you know what I'm saying? You some can't, people love their flip phones though. It's some people that will not let their flip phones. It's, it's the technology now. It ain't even about the the device. It's the technology and the new devices. It's so it's so. They don't much, understand uh, that stuff. Yeah, they don't understand that. That's just no. like um, when we were kids. We just got the computer. You know, look That's at where true. we at now. So right. think about our parents couldn't, they might not have had the resources or anything. Now, hey, go Google it. Whatever you want to do, go Google it. Go on YouTube. You're going to learn it. And it's it's simpler because you got to evolve with the times. Like right. if you got a business, you got to be on social media, but you got to discipline yourself not to be on social media. Post, you know, because you can scroll and be on there 30 minutes. Like, hey, I didn't, man, I didn't, what is going on? TikTok, you be watching videos and you've been on there. I'm like, I didn't get, I just got a TikTok, but I ain't, I don't go on there. Like I try not to, like I post and get off. Like I don't go in there, but you got to understand the times that we're in. And like you say, you got to evolve. It's just like basketball. Do you watch basketball? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Do you know who Steph Curry is? Yes, I do. I like okay. him. Okay, Steph Curry. He's six foot three, slim, like, Nobody thought he was going to be able to do nothing. But he's the Michael Jordan of today's game. Like, he's not LeBron. Like, LeBron is 6'8". He's LeBron. But he, the three-point, everybody want to shoot a three because of him. Because of Steph Curry. Uh -huh. He's involved again. Boys is 6'10", 300 pounds, looking like a lineman. I want to shoot three. If you don't take your big butt in the paint and post up, like, what are you doing? And that's what is, is evolved. It's like when you do, it's like our parents. They'll talk about us. Well, back in my day, and we do that now. I do that now. But it's like times is different. Kid, like they don't go outside because it's crazy people outside too. Like you just can't let your kids be outside. Like when we was kids, we was outside. Better be home for the street life. But time has evolved, and if you don't evolve as a parent or a grandparent, you're gonna be trying to whoop your kids and ain't never talk to them. You ain't had a conversation. You don't know why little Johnny didn't had a bad day, but you want to whoop him because he had bad behavior. Didn't, didn't you have a, a bad day? Didn't you do something dumb at work? Oh, but nobody got to whoop you, but you want to whoop your kid. Make it make sense. Like, right. I don't whoop my, I make, I give my son a warning. Hey, now if you do it again, you know what time, don't even, even, you know it. Just come on in and take this whooping. But times have evolved. When I was a kid, I got whooped. It was no question. If the talking went as the belt was hitting. Why did you boom, you know? So it's yeah. different times and you have to evolve. And the reason why I said all those things to make people understand it's the simplest things in evolving, evolving. It's not, you ain't got to do a whole bunch of extra. It's just right. little steps that you got to take. And it's mainly your mind. Yep, your mindset. Your mind. If you don't change your mindset, um, you just be comfortable. You can be comfortable. Your chair look real nice. If your mindset ain't changed, you'll sit in that chair forever. But if your mind changed at a certain point when you get more income coming in, you're going to have a different chair. You're gonna have two chairs, you're gonna have a different mic, you're gonna have a whole uh studio. Right. Because your mindset is you already got that idea in your head right now. But right. you gotta work there and get there and evolve as it goes. Cause you can't you can't have the same show as the first episode as the hundredth episode. 
So you understand where you have to grow and evolve and people just gotta, you gotta get around. Just go ahead. I'm let. I feel like I've been talking a little much. I'm gonna let no, you. No, it's your interview. You can keep oh, okay. talking, but you know, um, yes, um, I feel like you're a little, little psychic. Um, I was looking at chair today actually, but um, I, I, <laughs> my anniversary, my BYOK anniversary is in April, so I started looking at my first YouTube channel, and I'm like, wow. I was like in the corner in the bedroom. Now I'm in a whole nother room. I got a little sign. I just bought some lights eventually to put up there more lights or whatever and I'm like wow how how I look from you know how I am from then to now is so different you know so it's just funny you said that because I'm literally going through old stuff so I can like play it or whatever and I'm like man man <laughs> yeah, it be it it's like that like you you said you and I'm in my room in the little corner you know I got uh, my little light I got from Five Below. I'm on my nice little tablet. I remember I'm, I I had a phone. That's how I did. That's how I do. Used to do a lot of my videos. Is my phone now? I have something different. And I go back. I was. I, I don't know what I was thinking when I started my YouTube. I had the homeless beard, like long, just rugged. Had like I was looking rough, but I was still doing it. I was scared because it's like, who am I talking to? Like, is anybody gonna listen when I post this? Is like, and people was, and they was like, man, well, I love it. And it's like you've been saying it the whole time. Like, you gotta do it, scared. You gotta, you just gotta do it. One yeah. thing I learned, my mom talked, uh, told me when I was younger, you gotta try it first before somebody else will help. Because if you don't, then nobody else is gonna believe that you can do it. And so. Um, or you could fake the funk. So I would tell my friends, oh, I can't zip up my coder. I would just have them doing stuff. They was cool. They like, all right, I'll help you, bro. My mom was like, hold on, why, why, why are you doing that? No, you need to do that because it was easy for me to do that, but it's gotta be hard for you to grow. If it ain't, if it don't challenge you, if it don't make you want to pull your hair, get gray hair, if it don't make you like say, skip this, I'm over this, I'm, qu I quit, I quit. You talking to yourself because you're quitting on yourself. But if right. you don't have those emotions to where it makes you grow, because you don't learn anything until you actually go through a lesson. Man. Your life is always good. You ain't going to learn Jack. You ain't going to learn Jack. You have to go through all the lessons. I was listening to a podcast. I ain't this mature yet. But um, the dude said, pray for your um, play, pray for your lessons. I ain't there yet. I ain't I'm still going through, I'm still trying to figure out these regular lessons to help me get to a certain point. I ain't there yet, but I understand. He said, you gotta be mature. I ain't that mature yet, but that's the kind of, that's where you wanna be, where you like, all right, God, I'm ready. I'm good, come on, let me get this lesson. Cause after every lesson is a blessing. It is. And, and people don't want that. Like people want it easy. Like the kids nowadays, they, they want that microwave. That's well, like, that's because of technology, though. Like you just said earlier, Google it. It's that instant, instantaneous. So they they don't have patience, and it's because of technology. Like it's no fault of theirs. Everything just comes so quick. That's why everybody go to Amazon versus going. To, people will not go to the store, but sit by the door and wait on Amazon Prime for two days for something they could have easily went to Walmart for. You know, like it's it's that convenience. I'll just I'll wait that extra day if I want to go outside. You know, it's that's just how today is. You don't even have to go to the grocery store to get your groceries. You can order them online and somebody else can bring them to you. 
Yeah, but see, when you do that, they might forget something. They might not grab the kind that you wanted. They like they always oh, forget yeah. something when I do it. Yeah. Always. <laughs> oh, so you're one of those people that don't go to the grocery. See, I ain't bold enough to order yet, but I hate going. I've always hated because people just be rude. People don't say excuse me. Like it just be too much going on. It'd be one line. You'd be like, come on, bro. Like where? Like I don't. I don't like. I. I have. It's crazy because I can. I'm a teacher and I got patience, but like outside of that, I don't got like in the car. I don't got patience. And it's it's so funny that I just thought that I really like I got patience when I really need it, but I'm I'm impatient. Like I want stuff to like not stuff to come to me quick, but like, you know, if I'm in the car, if I'm in the girl, I'm trying to go in and out. I don't need to be here 30 extra minutes because this line is long. Like, no, I can't be here for these specific things. I'm going in and I'm coming out. Like, but yeah, like you said, it's the technology. Um, it makes it convenience. But if you really want a good meal you need a slow cooker you gotta marinate the meat you gotta you know go get the the real vegetables and all that put it in there let it simmer let it because if you when you do that if you go get the little um pot roast um microwavable you put it in there oh it might be good but you gotta throw some extra seasoning you gotta doctor it up right when you put in that slow cooker it's already cooking for you it's already doing and when it's done that's just like a lot of people look at somebody and be like, oh, they're overnight. They ain't an overnight nothing. They've been putting in work when nobody even knew who they were. And now somebody, they got an opportunity because they was consistent and doing it. And now they got an opportunity. Now, oh, where you come from? Bro, I've been doing this for, that's yeah. like, <laughs> I, I'm going to give, I'm going to give uh, the ego, uh, ego version of myself. So I'm seeing people speak. I'm like, bro, I can do that. I'm like, they ain't even that good but he been doing it for 12 years. So that's why people know him. I've only been doing it one or two years. Ain't nobody, who are you? They don't know me. Now I'm in the game six years. So I got a little experience. Now I understand, oh, I get why people was, oh, I get, and you understand it because you trusted the process. You, right. you let it slow cook. You gotta let it slow cook. You can't just wake up and think it's gonna happen. Because if you can't do nothing consistent over a certain amount of days, guess what? You're gonna be in the same position you was as the first day you thought you was gonna be consistent. True. I don't even have anything to happen that. You're right. <laughs> but people, you gotta like, and I know me and you are on a journey and we have our ups and downs and days. Yeah. And certain, so I ain't telling y'all anything I'm telling y'all I've done or I've been through it. Like, so with the consistency, when I was consistent doing something, I'm winning. When I'm not con- as consistent, the wins like, ooh wee, we in triple overtime, huh? When, when the game gonna get over? And that's because I wasn't consistent. That's true. Um, consistency also takes a lot of work too, but you're right, you just fall behind on your timeline and you're not, not consistent with it. So it's like, I'd rather just keep being, keep being, get tired and try to go to bed on time so I can just start over another day versus skipping and not getting anything done. So makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so I saw that you have two podcasts. Did you just mention you have one underdog talk and it's a Jones thing? Yes. Yeah, so uh with it's a it's a Jones thing uh, uh I start that's the rebrand. So I started by okay. myself and then I started interviewing people, different people, kind of like underdog talk. And then my friends, they were like, 
one of them, her name's Crystal, rest in um, peace unto her. She, like me and her would just go at it. Not go at it in a bad way, go at it when we have debates and we both was tourists. So we both going at oh, it. No. I'm like, hey, let me be, come on, get on the show. So then it was her and her cousin, which is my friend too, um, and then one of my bros. So we just turned it into a us thing. And we talk about different topics. We had different segments. And Crystal ended up getting in a, she didn't, she got hit by a car. Don't know what, you know, if the person was intoxicated, if they was texting, but it, it something had to happen for them to hit her walking across the street, walk in the morning exercising with a boyfriend. Like it was crazy, happened out the blue. So the uh, Thursday before this happened on a Monday, we had a meeting. We like, we gonna change the name. We gonna change it to tourist shit because all four of us was tourists. So we had what we gonna do, boom, 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 and then that happened. So at the end, so from August until end, I didn't do a podcast because that was um, Fanny, her name. That was her best friend, best cousin. So it was hard for her to come over my house, record, and I understood. And so I had to, I had to pray. I had to talk. Uh, to Crystal, like, I'm like, hey, tell me what to do. Should I fire them? Because they ain't on it. What do I need to do? And it was like, start over. And that's how I got Underdog Talk. And it's basically how, what I was doing before they joined. I'm interviewing different people, um, just having conversations with people that have a, a story. It don't matter what it is. I've had people talk about weight loss, um, mental health, a dad talking about being a single father, full-time father, um, I got another lady coming on talking about uh, regular health, what different stuff you can eat. So different stuff just to help you become a better person. And that's that's all I, I, I want to be able, I wanted to be able to have my own show and control it how I wanted to. And that's why I started because I had a radio show with a buddy. The radio station didn't work out for us because they was on BS and he didn't want to do the podcast. So I'm like, skip it. And now I know what podcast really can do like you can podcast and stop working your job if you be consistent yeah evolve. so that's what i'm trying to be on and so i ain't gotta go i'm still gonna work with the kids but i ain't gonna have to clock into nobody's job be more of a mentor or um mentorship or something like that yeah going to the school get back into the schools hopefully like i haven't really done i haven't went to a school and spoke since COVID, but I used to love going into the schools and speaking and seeing the kids, talking to them, getting to know what's going on, like what's your music. That's why I ask my daughter a lot of questions and I listen to the music she listens. Well, I don't listen to all that crap that they listen to, but I try to, I give it a chance. Yes. I try, I try. I try. I don't understand what half of them are saying though. Like I'm really trying hard. Like I like the baby voice, but I don't know what he's saying ever. But I'll sit there and watch the video and be like, yeah, he's animated. So I like his video more so than his actual song. So. <laughs> I think for, for me with the younger ones, so I don't know if you watch um, Million Dollars Worth of Game with Gilly and Wallow, 267. Wallow, he um, interviews like different artists. They do a lot of young ones. Gilly used to rap. So like um, he interviewed Lil Baby. And I was like, you know, I kind of listened to him, but I'm like, I don't really know. So I listened, found out who he was as a person. And when I went and listened to him, I'm like, oh, that's like the young, the, like out of all the your young rappers, the baby, I'm going, you're going to hear that on the playlist. And the baby, 
like I get what you're saying. He almost sounds similar, but when you give him a chance, he actually saying something you gotta get to know. He is. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's all about your preference. I'm a lyrical dude. I don't rap, but I can rap. So I'm a lyrical wordplay. So if it ain't triggering that, I'm like, I, like I'm not even gonna mess with it. I give any artist, anybody a shot. But if I don't rock with it, I don't rock with it. I've messed with Adele. You might hear me in here singing. Adele, oh, she might hear like my yeah. playlist is so crazy. So I listen to um, is it Fergie? Big girls don't cry. Yeah, sir. Yeah, so that's on my daily playlist. Is and not it's because of you listen to the words of what she's saying, and after a relationship, it helped. Like, hey, it, it, you gotta put your big boy draws on and get get yourself together. Right. That's over with. You can't, so I listen to stuff that talks to my soul, talk to my heart, or that I've been in a situation. And it's like, okay, I used to be here. Now, you know, so the music is different for me, but I'm very lyrical and I don't, yes, yeah, a lot of, I don't know what, I don't know. I feel like if I put out an album, when I get to that point where I got that money, money, I'm definitely putting out a mixtape. I don't care how old I am, I'm putting out a mixtape just cause I can do it. And I'm gonna have, you know, good producers, kind of like Country Wayne. I don't know if you listen, watch him. He dropped the, uh, he's a comedian, but he dropped the album as his alter ego. And he dropped a real album and it's actually dope. So I'm gonna do that one day. Like just drop an album. And if they like it, they don't. If they do, hey, they rock with it. But I'm definitely gonna do that. I actually got a couple songs written, but you know, we ain't gonna tell nobody about it. You kind of just did. Yeah, but, yeah, I did. But see, you weren't even supposed to say that. You were supposed to just keep it rolling and go to a question or. I missed my cue. I missed my cue. I'm sorry. I missed my cue. I... <laughs> but the one song that I did understand, I'm going to go back to this for a minute. The one song that I did understand for the baby, which would be my favorite because I only understood what I'm saying was um, Lonely, the one he did with Lil Wayne. And maybe because I really love Lil Wayne, I, I, you know, I put my ear to the, to the speaker a little closer, but um, it was kind of real. He was talking about losing his brother and all the controversy and the thing. He, he said, pretty much he said, yeah, I have all this wealth, but I still feel like I have nothing. You know, I feel like I don't have anyone. You know, with all of this, I still feel lonely. So, of course, Lil Wayne you know, killed, killed it, killed this verse. But um, yeah, so I just, I love that song, like because I actually can understand what you're saying. So I'm not saying they're not saying anything. It's just I have to really like concentrate <laughs> on some of the people. Like, okay, let me go to uh, what is it, LyricGenius.com and just read why you're, you're rapping. Oh, what, what, what you doing? You, I, uh, you telling your age? You telling your age with that. I remember looking up the lyrics. See, we didn't have that. We had to go look up the lyrics. You had to listen to the song 55 times just to know that everything. So I definitely understand. And I used to be so pissed when I got the CD and they didn't have the words on there. Like, look, you pay all this money for this and you can't even give me the words. And I got to listen to this over and over again just to sing along. <laughs> Especially like if you listen to Bone Thugs or Twister. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Just yeah. put the lyrics in the paper, the little, um, some people might not even know what I'm talking about, but yeah. just put the lyrics in there. Like, just put it in there. Yeah, we used to have <laughs> uh, the tape, then we had the CD, yeah. Now, now, uh, speak, I'm glad you just said, speaking of revolvers. So, I used to work at this, one of the ghetto malls here in Indianapolis, um, and it, dude, oh, I'm selling CDs. So one dude was like, hey bro, you got a SoundCloud, you got an Instagram? No, I ain't got that. He's like, all right, well, I'm cool. 
he got mad. It's like, bro, it's 2020. Yeah, it was like 2020, maybe 2021. Bro, nobody listens to CDs anymore. Nobody. Because guess what? We go to our phone. We get to pick whatever we want to listen to, however we feeling that day, whatever song, whatever song, it don't matter, whatever song you want to listen to at that moment, YouTube or whatever music thing you got. So that's where we listen to our music. So if you ain't got that, if I can't go to that, I don't want to, I might buy, you might get some people to buy just to support. She ain't gonna make no real money. You ain't no. gonna cool because the times have evolved. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's, that's, that's a good, that's times have evolved. I might have to talk about that. Can we look? When, okay, I was born in 86. What year were you? 83. You look, no, you're not older. You're seasoned. You got a little more seasoned. First of all, it's only three years. You acting like I said 1976. <laughs> so, I'm just going to say you're closer to 40 than I am. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, at first, you first you were old until you found out I was older. Now you feeling a little younger. I, I kind of see what's going on. <laughs> oh, I look young. I look young too. I I don't I, I don't know. You who you do like. you do. But when you like what you're saying and you're like in my thirties, I'm listening. I'm like he's around the same age I am. Huh? Why are we going back to the past? You're talking about something <laughs> about 20 minutes ago. I don't I don't know what is going on here. I, I have to go backwards because you're like three whole years and you just trying to go strong like I'm super old. You're seasoned. Really? So. <laughs> yeah, you, some stuff changed when I was born after you. So, and plus what, you what possibly happened within that three years? I'm saying. Crack, the crack epidemic. Oh, really? Are we going to really? Because people. People was more sober when I was born than when you were born. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> going I don't know what you're doing. I don't, I don't understand. I don't know what's going on here. So at BYOK, we have a um, a staple question, and that is, if you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be and why? Part. Hmm. Uh, uh, the reason why because um, when you break when I break heart down it's heroic uh, heroic effort oh wait, heroic effort effort um, and realizing truth because you have to have you gotta be a hero to yourself you gotta have that heroic effort um, no matter who you are what you're doing and then you gotta realize your truth. I had to realize my arms are short, they're not gonna grow any longer. Like I'm gonna have to deal with certain stuff throughout life. And that's just what it is. Like I can't be uh, ashamed that I look this way or anything. I gotta look, you gotta realize your truth. And then when you do that, you have heart, you, you gonna succeed. That's why I'm the underdog with heroic heart. Cause you ain't just the under, I ain't just the underdog. I got that heart, and that heart will push you further than a lot of physical, a lot of anything. And just like um, when you got a car, you got the gas, and you, bing, it's on E. You still got another tank in there to get you. You might not be right at the gas, but you can get to that next one, even if it's a couple miles, because it's an extra tank. It's an extra tank in you. It's called heart. Like, you can't give up. You gotta go to that extra tank, and that extra tank gonna push you to where you need to go. 
I love that. I love that. You have just like dropped so many like wisdom nuggets in this episode. So I hope listeners that you are inspired like for real because I totally am like you're speaking to me right now. Consistency, confidence, like things of that sort. So I'm just, I'm just drinking it all up. <laughs> I really am. I really am. I haven't been able to be on, I've, I've been, you know, my own podcast. So I'm interviewing other people and, you know, I, I try to drop a little stuff in there, but I haven't been on no one's show in a minute. I think, no, it's, yeah, it's been about a month or so. So I, I like to talk. So when I get an opportunity and, you know, I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk my talk. Yeah, and you're right. It is different. I was on someone's podcast like last month and it was awkward for people to ask me the questions and I can just talk. And I'm like, oh, wow. I don't really, I, I give little nuggets about, like you said, in, in, you know, the interview about myself, but to really just talk about myself, it was so different. It was such a different experience for me. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, where can people find you? Um. So, like my person, personal speaking page on Instagram is Eric Jones Jr. speaks. Eric Jones Jr. on LinkedIn. Um, everything else is Underdog Talk podcast on Instagram, on uh, Facebook, or Christian Dewan um, on Christian Dewan J on Instagram, and then Christian Dewan. Uh, on Facebook that's where and on LinkedIn Eric Jones Jr. I said that and oh Eric Jones Jr. speaks on Twitter and then on TikTok it's underdog talk I do more on on TikTok I do more of like my school stuff as kids okay 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 well you have anything upcoming before we end the episode that you want to tell anybody about yes if you're in the midwest area i will be in a fashion show i can't remember exactly what the name like the full name but it's april 23rd be here in indianapolis uh, if you go to my pages they'll be um i think we'll start promoting this week that's what the lady said mm-hmm. so it's my first fashion show so i'm i'm a little nervous i'm putting stuff together i'm a fashionable person but i'm kind of nervous um Check out my podcast every week, Wednesday at 5 o'clock, Underdog Talk. Um, I definitely got to get you on the show. Um, Oh, I'm honored. Yeah, thank you. I'll be there. (laughs) All right. So um, that's kind of the only thing I've, I've, my focus this year, starting off the year, is just the podcast and the clothing line. Not Mm -hmm. trying to do a million thousand different things. So those two things are um, coming. I'll be 36 coming up too. So I got to figure out where I'm going for my birthday and that's about it and if you know uh, my son's birthday coming up I was gonna say if y'all wanted to help sponsor the trip but we already paid for it but we take him to Universal Studios so, you need you know, spending money yeah it, it, yeah go to those uh go listen to the podcast and listen to the ads and I think um you can uh, yeah I got where you can you can get leave a tip you can you know that kind of so do that <laughs> It's for the trip. It's for Christian. It's not for me. It's not for me or my pocket. It's not that I'm the ATM of the family, but you know, just for him. Okay. Gotcha. Help us out, Dad. Help Dad out. (laughs) Gotcha. Well, Eric, it has been a pleasure. You know, I I look forward to being a guest on your podcast. However, today I want to thank you for being a guest on mine and just showering us with all that wisdom of yours. Like, like you you had it stored up for today. So. I love it. 
But thank, thank you for the opportunity of being on your show. Thank you for you know allowing me to share my story. And I I don't know. I I think it's it's kind of have been a little like I said. Like when you have your own show, you don't really get to talk how you want to. So it, it's a good opportunity. I love to talk and I, I'm glad I can make you laugh and you didn't want to, you know, boot me off or anything. Even though you tried to bully me a few times. Oh Lord. More of a season than I am, but we'll leave that alone. You just gonna keep saying it, huh? <laughs> oh, I, and you just, you don't have to keep like, you know, pinpointing that point. Like you could have, I, I said a lot of different things tonight. So you could have pinpointed anything, but you keep pinpointing that. I don't know. You kind of just brought that up again. I do have the power to edit it out, but I won't because then people won't understand the laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't take it out. Like they need to know, like, you know. They need to know what? Nothing. <laughs> Just okay. This is near the whole show. I don't think there's any editing needed. I didn't use any bad language. I think they just need to hear everything, you know? Just let them. Oh, you know. okay. All right. Three whole years, everybody. So, um. <laughs> when, did, when, what year did you graduate high school? 2001? Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So you was just a senior when I was a freshman. I just kind of feel like you're just making more season comments. Just no, I, no, I, I was, I was, that one was really saying like you ain't really, you know, because my I, my little sister is three years younger than me, so it was like when she was younger, it's like ah, but now she got older, like you know, if she got friends her age and stuff. It's like yeah, I ain't really that young, y'all really not. So you know, I'm not really, really that younger, and you're not that much seasoneder. You just got more seasoning. You was marinated a little, you know, whatever. But, you know. Oh, Lord. I feel like you're making it worse. But. <laughs> Actually, but that's okay, because if, if I don't age, I die. So I'm okay yeah, with I've made you laugh. And, you know, laughter brings longevity in life. So I've helped you live longer today by laughing at my jokes. So it's all good. It is because I can continue living my season life. <laughs> yeah, laugh. You might not laugh as much. You know, you can come always come back to this episode and get a laugh. Do you hear this, audience? Do you hear this? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now all I'm gonna say, I don't before you close and close. Don't try to come for me on my show. I'm just gonna let you know now. Don't come for me on my show. I feel like I'm, I'm going to have a lot out. of younging jokes and a lot of younging statements that I probably will interject now because you have, for three minutes, <laughs> called me seasoned in so many ways. That's You You can do all the young jokes, but I'm very, I'm mature now and it's, I'm not really young. I like um, the, the aunties and grandmas and stuff of that sort, so you're not really going to get me. I like being young and looking young. I'm glad you like that. And I like I like aging, so that's great. And it's only three years. But, and I have a sister your age, so I think that's why I just like, you know, that. But yeah. What do you mean for I will? You know what, audience? I want you to be your own kind. And you know what? No matter how old you are, be it 26, 36, about to be 39 and looking amazing, you. <laughs> Don't let people bring you down. 
<laughs> Anywho, this was such a great time. This was such a great time. I like to laugh. So this is a really great time. So um, listeners, I hope that you have just picked up on some uh, some of these nuggets, you know, and keep continuing and believing in yourself. And until next time, um, don't forget to be kind to yourself and to each other. Bye.